so I began considering whether or not I could bring Kitchen on a Mission to San Francisco. Uh, so I called a hundred different bakeries um, and most people rejected me, but we have 17 bakeries that at the moment have no way of distributing their food, um, which is really exciting for us because this has the potential to feed thousands of people. Welcome everybody to Project Doing Good, the podcast where we highlight people doing good in their communities and help connect their projects with resources and organizations. I'm Cameron. And I'm Nathan. We got the opportunity to talk with Kristen Anderson, who's a freshman at Stanford University. She founded Kitchen on a Mission at the age of 16. And Kitchen on a Mission really started by her wanting to help homeless people in her hometown of Vancouver, but she was unsure as to what she could do to help. So she visited restaurants in her community, asking them for leftover food, and after getting rejection after rejection, she finally found a bakery willing to help her. So the really inspiring thing about Kitchen on a Mission is that they're just a bunch of high school students, and they're trying to really impact the community by resolving food waste, helping the homeless people, and just bringing people together. They currently deliver over $7,000 worth of food uh, every week, you know, just from dedicated volunteers. So Kitchen on a Mission, they partner with local businesses, and they take only the food that they were going to throw away. And rather than throwing that food away, they save it to be picked up by one of their volunteers who deliver it to a shelter. They're not only helping feed the homeless, but they're also eliminating food waste. Before we jump into the interview, please make sure to leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps us out. So we hope you enjoy our conversation with Kristen Anderson. Kristen, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Cool. So can you tell us about how um, Kitchen on a Mission started? Right. Um, so just as a debrief, Kitchen on a Mission is a nonprofit organization that partners with local high schools, um, bakeries, grocery stores, and produce companies to transfer leftover food um, to homeless shelters. So essentially, I started this organization when I was 16 years old, heading into grade 11, um, because I really noticed a divide within my community that really bugged me. Uh, because I come from Vancouver, Canada, which is a very wealthy city. And what I found was that there was these huge skyscrapers and very expensive malls. Uh, but only a few blocks away, there was the central homeless region of my city where there was the highest homeless population in all of Canada. And I noticed that none of my friends were really visiting this area and we really didn't know anything about homelessness. And our entire understanding of homelessness was based on stereotypes. Uh, so what I wanted to do was I wanted to bring high school students into this area so that they could understand what homelessness was. And I also noticed that there was a huge amount of food waste in my uh, community. So what I did was I went to 13, 30 different bakeries within my community and I asked them to give me their leftover food at the end of the day. And all of them said no except for one bakery and we started handing out sandwiches on the street. And from there, um, our organization gradually grew and more and more people uh, became interested in joining us. Um, and we now have a team of 80 high school students uh, ranging from six different high schools in Vancouver. Wow. Um, and we're able, yeah, we're able to transfer um, about $7,000 to $8,000 worth of food every single week. So it's a really great opportunity. That's amazing. So I just curious, so you saw this big homeless population, but what made you want to care about them because I'm sure a lot of your friends and people in that city are aware of the homeless population, but what made you want to do something about it? My experiences traveling down, the central homeless region is called the downtown east side, and my experience 
experiences traveling down to this area really transformed my life and made me want to care. Um, this is because I saw how incredible people on the downtown east side really were. Um, so I traveled down to the downtown east side with my friends to hand out sandwiches, and people would give me advice. They would tell me, uh, stay in school, listen to my parents, don't do drugs. I had people playing the guitar for me, um, people reading my fortune, uh, and people just really connecting with me and sharing their stories. And this was something I didn't notice in my actual community. Um, on the streets near my house. Uh, when I was walking down the streets of my house, people wouldn't really talk to me. And it was actually the sense of community within um, the homeless region that actually inspired me to start Kitchen on a Mission uh, because I could just see that people, for example, I saw one man help um, another man in a wheelchair across the street who he didn't know. And I also saw another woman, I handed her a sandwich because she looked really gaunt and hungry. And she turned around and handed that sandwich to her friend uh, because she thought that her friend was hungrier. And I wow. really just wanted to build the sense of community because I saw how compassionate these people were and how, how incredible they really were. That's amazing. And so you started this when you were 16 in high school and yeah. how old are you now? I'm now 18. Okay, got it. And where, what do you, tell us what you're studying, where you're at in your life currently. Right. So um, I recently moved from Vancouver, Canada to Stanford University to continue my studies. Um, and I left behind in Vancouver a volunteer team that is really doing a fantastic job. We have an exec team of completely grade 12 students who are managing a team of 80 students. Um, they have 27 weekly shifts. They have partnerships with 13 different bakeries. Um, and they're also supporting 1,100 people per week. So they're doing an amazing job with that. Um, and when I moved to Stanford, I, I've been doing some engineering courses. I'm not really sure what I want to pursue yet. Um, but I really felt this sense of almost, I had felt so fulfilled in my life for so long that to leave that just left me with a feeling of unfulfillment. Um, so I began considering whether or not I could bring Kitchen on a Mission to San Francisco. Uh, so I called 100 different bakeries. Um, and most people rejected me, but we have 17 bakeries that at the moment have no way of distributing their food, um, which is really exciting for us because this has the potential to feed thousands of people. Wow, that's, that's really impressive. In the matter of two years, you guys have a large group of high school students responding to the call, you know, in a sense. That's, that's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> So how did how did you guys take or how did you and maybe your your team of friends like how did you guys turn this idea into like an actual nonprofit because Kitchen on a Mission is a is a nonprofit correct? Right. Um, the process is pretty simple actually. You just like fill out a form um, <laughs> and apply. And what I've found actually pretty incredible about this is that the only time that I've ever spent money on Kitchen on a Mission is when I was buying our nonprofit status. Um, but each week, we don't have to spend any money to actually create this program. Um, and this is something that I find really powerful because it means that my volunteers don't have to focus on fundraising and they can instead focus on actually visiting uh, homeless shelters and transporting food. And this really goes back to our main message, um, which is that we want this sense of connection. Uh, because when I was fundraising, um, when I was younger, I didn't really understand where the money was going and this left me feeling dissatisfied because I didn't really know um, whether I was actually helping people. But now that because we actually travel to shelters, we know that we are helping people. Got it. And you now have a local chapter in San Francisco, you said? Yes. Yes. 
So we currently, I've been building this for the past few months because I just finished my first quarter at Stanford as a freshman. Um, so I've currently been talking with 17 different bakeries. And then what I did next was I needed to get in contact with different high schools uh, because our volunteer base comes from high schools. Uh, so I didn't really know anybody in the community, but I asked around Stanford and I asked for different connections. I went to different education conferences and just looked for people who could get me connected with high schools. Um, and through that, I began working with um, Urban School, uh, Sacred Heart Cathedral, Convent High School, and many others. Um, and I've just been going to these high schools and I've been presenting to different students and getting parents and students on board, which is really exciting. And then the next step that I did was then I then visited the community and I went to different homeless shelters uh, because what's really important to me is that I actually understand um, the region that we're helping because it's important to know what people need um, and to ask at shelters, do you need bread? Do you want cupcakes? Are we actually going to be helping you if we provide this service? Um, yeah, just to make sure that we're actually doing a good job. Right. And to actually provide what's needed. I love right, that. Exactly. Um, yeah, we've had a few people on the show um, with similar passions and helping out um, different uh, demographics, but one in particular helping homeless people. And that was one of the things that he was communicating um, specifically that, you know, the perceived need is not usually the actual need. Um, right, right. But I love how you're even solving, you know, a few different problems by helping with food waste in general. Um, and is that something that you're particularly passionate about? Or is that kind of just uh, happened to be one of the things that you were solving. Right. I'm very passionate about food waste. I actually took um, the, a course called the Global Warming Paradox at Stanford this oh, past wow. quarter. I um, mean, it really opened my eyes to what food waste is doing to um, the earth. And it just something that I find horrific is that 30 to 40 percent of food is wasted in the United States that could be going to feed people. Um, and one out of six Americans are food hungry. Hmm. And what I found terrible about this and really sickened me is that we have enough resources to feed people but what the issue is is that we're not transferring these resources to people and instead we're letting it them go into landfills um, and creating greenhouse gases and when I travel to certain bakeries we get a carload worth of food wow. um, that would otherwise be thrown away and what happens is that bakeries need to make their product look really appealing uh, so that people buy their products. So what they do is that they overproduce. So at the end of the day, when you go into the store, you're not just looking at one last baguette and considering whether or not you want to buy it because uh, the customer is going to think, be thinking, oh, is there something wrong with that food? Right. So what they do is they have an entire full shelves at the end of the day um, and say the bakery closes at five o'clock. At 4.59, you can buy that bread, but at 5.01, if nobody's coming to pick it up, it's going in the trash um, and causing huge amounts of food waste. So that's also something we really like to resolve. Um, and I also found that Kitchen Mission is primarily an education program. And what I found was that in my own life, um, in terms of food waste, it was difficult for me to grasp the environmental impact uh, just looking at statistics because it didn't really have any emotional value for me. 
But what I try to change is that when a student looks at food waste, they're not just thinking of statistics of how this is impacting the earth, but are rather thinking of the food as a meal that could potentially be going to save someone. Um, and I think that actually really changes a student's relationship with food waste and can significantly reduce their own personal food waste. Man, that's that's really amazing. And as you're you know, expanding Kitchen on a Mission, and are you finding any obstacles um, in talking to bakeries and trying to get that extra food at the end of the day? Right, like are there legal ramifications or anything? Because I've worked in different jobs like grocery stores, and I remember we were kind of trying to advocate for the same thing, and they, you know, were apprehensive about it, So I, but I never understood why. Right, so there used to be legal ramifications um, because what was happening was that the government had certain laws that were dissuading bakeries and grocery stores to donate their food. Um, And then the government realized that this was causing issues because it was causing serious amounts of food waste. Um, So they passed the Bill Emerson Food Act, which basically protects any organization and any um, business that is donating food. And essentially what it means is that so long as they're there isn't any willful misconduct on the part of the organization or the business. Uh, they are not liable if anybody gets sick because of the food. Um, so, so no food issue... fights, but yeah, giving away okay. food is okay. No throwing food at people. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, and I've actually run across this issue because, you know, a lot of grocery stores and bakeries don't really understand this. And it's very reasonable to be afraid of this, um, of potential liability, uh, because if you haven't done the research, then it seems as if you could be liable if somebody, for example, gets hurt. Um, But so long as we follow proper safety regulations and the bakery follows proper safety regulations, then it's completely fine to donate. Wow, that's so cool. And as you're talking about um, the focus of your guys' volunteers being high school students, uh, and as you're bringing um, Kitchen on a Mission to San Francisco in the Bay Area, uh, do you anticipate uh, uh, handling just the the demand in regards to the popu- the homeless population and then trying to get the enough volunteers to to really handle the the demand that you guys might be experiencing uh, down the road? Right. Um, so it's really about finding as many volunteers as quickly as possible because the demand is enormous. Mm-hmm. Um, we have seventeen bakeries, and you think about the fact that every single bakery throws out their food every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is a huge amount of volunteers. Realistically, I would need a volunteer team of one hundred to two hundred people to fully solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the eventual goal, of course. Um, so we're starting small, and then we'll be able to grow from there. But in terms of Vancouver, our branch in Vancouver, um, we've essentially uh, asked every single bakery in our community for a partnership. And if the bakery doesn't have a partner already, they're currently working for us, uh, working with us. Um, and now we're going to grocery stores and we're, we've just entered, entered the hygiene industry, for example. So there's really an unending need for the mm-hmm. help of high school students. Right. And so what's your vision for Kitchen on a Mission? Um, I know you're expanding to San Francisco or you already have, but what would you say like you're thinking in the next five years? Because I know you're in school, you're studying, you're, you're, take, you're figuring out what you want to do with that. But what's your current vision? My vision really consists of empowering high school students to solve this problem. Uh, because what I felt really dissatisfied with when I was a high school student is that I felt that people didn't really expect much from me because I was a high school student. They told me, oh, when you're older, you can do this. 
Uh, but I really disagree with that philosophy. I think high school students have incredible amount of opportunity to do good within their community because they have the t time to actually um, dedicate to these pursuits. And they also have a, essentially zero risk um, when establishing nonprofit organizations. So what I really want to do is create essentially a social entrepreneurship programs through Kitchen on a Mission, where uh, students learn how to volunteer for us, then they then become executive members, and eventually when they travel for university to a new city, they can start their own Kitchen on a Mission because they feel comfortable and confident actually um, running a nonprofit organization. Uh, so this is really, the idea is to empower students. And I'm also very excited because we are starting to branch off into different industries um, in terms of Vancouver. We've been contacting local hotels, and a lot of local hotels um, have several different things that go to waste uh, that we can help them out with. For example, one hotel just offered to give us enough bed sheets to give one to every homeless person in Vancouver. So we're very excited about wow. that. Wow, that's amazing. Have you heard of Olio, the food sharing Olio? app? Yeah, I so... Okay, so listen to our, I think it was episode eight, potentially. Don't quote me on that, but go back in our episodes to check it out. But you'll, you'd love their whole mission is like solving the food waste problem. And it's an, it's a, an app that isn't really taken off in the U.S. as much as it has in, in the U.K. But yeah, but you can put food up on there. And people do, even in our area. They also have just random items you could put up too. So not even, you know, non-food items as well. So it, right. it seems like your mission is very, you know, aligned. Yeah, definitely. I'd love to like talk with whoever is running that. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. She'd probably be open to it. They're always looking for um, ambassadors or people too. So, but I'm, this is like really inspiring what you're doing, Kristen. How do you manage this while being in school, getting an education? And I'm sure Stanford isn't just a walk in the park. So how do you do it? Right. Um, well, ever since I've like, ever since I was very little, I've always been extremely busy. I was initially an athlete, um, and then I transitioned more into nonprofit work. Uh, but for me, it's it's always been very important to not only focus on my studies, but in some way contribute to my community or do something other than my studies. Uh, because what I find is that I have learned more from starting Kitchen on a Mission than any course that I've ever taken. And I really think that hands-on experience is the best form of education. Um, so what I do is I really have to regulate my time and I understand um, that sometimes I have to make Kitchen on a Mission a top priority and maybe focus less on my studies. And then sometimes I have to focus on my studies and then say, okay, for right now, I need to um, put Kitchen on a Mission aside for a week as I did with my final exams. Um, what I also think is important is being able to delegate to other people. Uh, so for example, my Vancouver branch is running essentially completely without me right now. Um, I was running it until I graduated and then I handed it to someone, someone else. Um, and what's really powerful about this is that we can still have the same level of impact, but I'm not having to dedicate you know, an hour a day to make sure that my volunteers are going to the right place. I know that someone else is doing that for me. Um, and because of that, I can focus on the uh, organizational side of Kitchen Mission and expansion, which is what I'm really interested in and passionate about. That's so cool because you're 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 passing on your passion, you know, to the other people back in Vancouver, and they've kind of taken it and run with it. Um, right. And that's super mm -hmm. important if you're trying to like expand and trying to like grow and impact larger communities, just than besides the one that you grew up in. Yeah, um, definitely. That's so cool. You you talked earlier about. Um, 
expanding kind of the different projects you guys are doing uh, with the hotel and the bed sheets. You had mentioned earlier as well, hygiene. Um, right. What are other stuff that you guys are trying to expand into? What are projects you might be excited about right now? Right. So in, in Vancouver, um, we're now looking to expand into different grocery stores. We're currently working with a few grocery stores, um, but essentially we've completely filled the need for bakeries, um, which means that we have, because we're so well known within Vancouver now, mm -hmm. we have a huge waiting list of volunteers and we're trying to figure out what we can do with them. Uh, so grocery stores is definitely a top priority of us, um, then partnering with hotels. And then we're also considering ways in which we could potentially fundraise um, for different projects on the downtown east side um, in terms of potentially working with people who are helping to protect um, homeless people from drug overdoses. Mm -hmm. uh, so we'll definitely be researching that more. Right. And that's, that's awesome. If you wanted to tell someone, you know, a, how to not waste food, because I think people listening to this, I think everybody wastes food in some way, shape or form, even if they're eating all the food on their plate, you know, there's some waste going on. So what, what would you tell the average person outside of obviously volunteering, getting involved with Kitchen on a right. Mission, what can they do to mitigate the food waste issue? Well, there are other like fantastic um, businesses and organizations that I've done some research on that are very inspiring. Um, for example, a very big issue in terms of food waste in the food industry is that there is this entire idea that food has to be perfect in order for a consumer to buy it. And as a result, a lot of food actually isn't even harvested um, the, because the farmers can actually, it would, they would actually lose money if they harvested it because they know that nobody's going to buy it. I mean, this is food that is perfectly good. It just maybe has a few spots or is slightly lumpy in one region, um, but would be just as tasty and nutritious as any other produce. Um, so they're actually a company called Imperfect Produce. Um, that is now working to sell this imperfect produce to people um, so that we can get farmers to actually harvest this produce and use it. Um, so I would first of all say don't just simply seek perfection in your food because oftentimes a food is very nutritious. It just doesn't look as beautiful as other food. And another thing that I would say is to change how you look at food um, because if you're just looking at food as something that could potentially go in the trash, then you might not have an emotional connection to it. But if you look at it as someone's something that could be someone's meal, um, then I think that can really affect your interaction with food um, and can reduce food waste. That's so amazing. Um, I do want to ask, you know, if, if, if people want to get involved with Kitchen on a Mission, uh, whether locally in San Francisco, as you guys are expanding, or maybe even get in contact with you guys uh, to kind of learn more about Kitchen on a Mission um, and volunteer maybe wherever they might be. How can they do that? How can they find resources to, to get in touch with you guys? Right. Uh, so we currently have a website called comfoods.org, and that's K-O-M-F-O-O-D-S dot org. Um, and there's part of the website that um, gives volunteers the opportunity to sign up and contact us. Um, you can also use this if you see a, a bakery in your neighborhood that could potentially use some help. Um, and we also have a Facebook page called just Kitchen on a Mission. Great. And lastly, what advice or direction do you have for people who want to get involved and just do good in their community? Because you obviously saw a need and then were able to start this amazing nonprofit, get a bunch of volunteers and really help 
solve so many issues and change people's lives through, you know, repurposing, I guess, what would have been waste. What, what advice would you give, let's say, a high schooler, college student? How can they see a need and meet a need like you did? Right. Um, so what I would really suggest to people is to just go out there and do it. Um, and don't be afraid of rejection, because what I found the most powerful part of uh, my experience with Kitchen on Mission has been my development of the capacity to accept rejection. Uh, because, you know, one out of 10 bakeries will say yes to me, but nine out of 10 bakeries will reject me. Uh, people hang up on me. Um, they, you know, some people kind of don't really understand what Kitchen on a Mission is, um, and they will say no. Um, and it's just really being able to accept this and move on because for every bakery that says no, eventually there will be a bakery that says yes. And it's also just a willingness to learn about your community. I really find that what is important is being able to understand issues through hands-on experience instead of just taking what somebody tells you um, and applying that in your own life because you don't really know if that's actually accurate. Uh, so I, I would just say to go out there and just try it out and see if your idea works. That is, Great. That's so cool. Kristen, thanks so much for your time. Thanks. Your passion and your drive is super inspiring. And even just sitting down here in your story has been super enjoyable for us. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, keep it going. Thank you. So you can check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, and the SoundCloud. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a five-star rating or review for us. We also have an amazing website, so visit us at projectdoinggood.com. There you can hear all about the latest projects we're supporting.